let's keep the energy. Let's shift over here to Kansas City, where charges have been filed after a teen shot in the head while trying to pick up siblings at wrong address. Yeah. We're going to play. This is a two-minute. about the 84-year-old man? Yep. Yeah. For, I want to bring everybody up to speed, just in case you're not familiar with it. I'll be honest. I was not until last night. Okay. Uh, I just kind of heard something about it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But uh, this is uh, from WLBT. The Kansas City community protesting on Sunday after 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was shot as he was trying to pick up his siblings last week. Police say Yarl accidentally went to the wrong address where he was shot and seriously wounded by the homeowner. Officers arrived at the scene after a neighbor called 911 and took the homeowner immediately into custody. Our heart goes out to the juvenile victim and more than anything to make sure that this child uh, and this child's family knows that there are people working hard, a number of people working hard to make sure there is justice for this person. The homeowner, who has not been identified, was released after 24 hours pending further investigation. The police department says they're waiting to obtain a formal statement from the victim and further forensic evidence. I want everyone to know that I'm listening. And I understand the concern that, that we are receiving from the community. The information that we have now, it does not say that, that it's racially motivated. That's still an active investigation. But as a chief of police, I do recognize the racial components of this case. I do recognize and understand. Um, they recognize there's racial components of this case. Um, the community. Y'all remember that part when I start my rant. Concern. Yarl's aunt says her nephew loves music and is a section leader in his marching band. She says his goal is to attend Texas A&M University to study chemical engineering. Civil rights attorneys Lee Merritt and Benjamin Crump are representing the victim and his, also remember this. his family and demanding swift action and are calling the shooting horrendous and unjustifiable. As a mother of three children, this enrages me. And protest. Was she trying to say enrages? She said, I think it said enraces me. Enraged. Gathering Sunday enraged. outside the home where Yara was shot, demanding justice. He is alive. He is healing. Yes. So I just want to tell you thank you for being here because my nephew is alive. They then pulled out the African drums out in front of this guy's house. I mean, come on, guys. Everything ain't about race. The 84-year-old man. Now, if you want to say that he shot too soon, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take our break and come back. And I, I want to pick this up because this is just too big of a conversation to squeeze into a minute. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys. Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601 502 3529. They offer roof to curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC lawn care mowing. Again, 601 502 3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. In rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Before we jump back in, got to tell you guys about my friends out at Battlefield Drag Strip. 
hey, look, man, they're doing great things out there. If you were into drag racing, who's not? Now, lefties, we're not talking about that kind of drag racing. This ain't RuPaul's. I've never been to a drag racing thing. I guess maybe this ain't, this ain't RuPaul's drag race. This is real horsepower. Real horsepower. And it's going down every weekend at Battlefield Drag Strip. Uh, Friday nights is kind of like just open test and tune type stuff. And then on Saturdays, they do the big, big races, man, the big grudge races and stuff of that nature. No prep, prep. They do it all at Battlefield Drag Strip. I'm cruising their Facebook page. I don't see a flyer for a, a current event this weekend, but look, keep up with them at Battlefield Drag Strip on Facebook and battlefielddrag.com. And if you have any uh, questions, you can just hit them up there. And uh, my buddy Garrett that runs the place, uh, yesterday was his birthday. Happy belated birthday to Garrett. All right. Sean. Yeah. Let's unpack. I'll tell you what. Miss Sylvia's on the line. Let's get Miss Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia. Hi. How's it going? I'm enjoying both of you this afternoon. Excuse me, this morning. Thank I you. I just want to be real quick, and then we can go on. I wanted to say that this uh, 84-year-old man is going to be a sacrificial lamb because of the racial tension that's going on. And I hope that his lawyer will be able to uh, just find a way to make sure that this doesn't happen to him. But I did want to say also, that young man, if he were truly picking up his siblings, you would have the correct address to go to. You wouldn't be knocking on a stranger's door. I think that's a lousy a limp, uh, excuse. It's very flimsy as far as I'm concerned. Well, I also said that he was snatching on the door. At least that was the old man's side of the story, that, that he was snatching on the door trying to open it. And I'm like, well, even if um, you believe you 100% take, the, take it at face value that he was at the wrong house, why, he had clearly never been to that house before or he would know he was at the wrong house. Why are you trying to snatch on a door of a home you've never been to? See, that's my whole point. I don't believe his excuse, and uh, I don't believe you would know exactly what address, what house, if you are picking up your siblings. I don't believe that part of the story. And then the last thing I wanted to say, talk about drag racing. All you have to do is be out there on the freeway at night, and it's always (laughs) happening, drag racing. People go by me really fast all the time. So you don't have to go there, but I prefer that you go to where it's legally done. Absolutely. So one of these days I'm going to go. But, Don, I appreciate you. You just keep on going like you're doing. Thank you. Talk to you all later. Have a great day. Thanks, Sylvia. Speaking about the drag racing, you know, of course, I live in Bellhaven close to the Waterworks Curve, and and, uh, there's been some nights where they're not drag racing. And see, I've gotten so used to the drag racing over the year, it kind of puts me to sleep. It does. It's like, it just, I'm like, oh, I'm like, and then there are nights that it's not there. I'm like, wait, where's my go to sleep music? You know, growing up over there in South Jackson, right there on the Byram line, we had Jack's tracks over there. And it um it was on Saturday nights, Friday and Saturday nights, or whatever they would do the the circle track, dirt track racing. Right. And man, it will that humming will put you. It'll asleep. put you to sleep. Yep. It's great. Let's uh, before we jump back in, let's take another call. Hey, hey, call you're on there. Um, it's silly. It's so ridiculous. Uh, so you can't get lost in 2023 now. Like you can't get backtrack. You can't get the wrong address. N- not with GPS. So I mean, I. No, I'm just I saying. Just I'm just saying. Like, if you take the story. At face, and I hadn't even given my opinion on it yet, but I'm just saying if you take the story at face value, I, I've just got a couple questions. Uh, I mean, I have a question of why is a homeowner just shooting out of his door 
Now, the, believe, somebody just coming to knock on the door. Now, believe it, I, I 100%, that was what I was going to say. I told Sean during the break, I don't agree with the guy shooting out the door. I think that was excessive, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they can charge him with, personally. I mean, but, I mean, it's kind of, it's suspect. <laughs> is what I oh yeah, say. it's suspect. Uh, You're right on that. It's definitely suspect. I think you know, Clay and I were talking about this. It's yeah, it, this is what makes this. I'm case... not saying it's racist or anything. Well, that's that's I my mean, thing. It's not racist, and they, I mean, they're, yeah, they're going to try to make it people, that. But and see that the guy is black. But at the same time, it's uh, it's just kind of you shouldn't have a firearm if you just that frightened and somebody knocking on your door and shooting like you have to give a warning. Oh, mm. uh, what are you doing here? Like, you got the wrong house. Like, and he shot through the glass too. If you he shot through the glass. Yeah, his door. Something you know, of that nature to be like to give the person warning that hey, I, I don't know. That, now I disagree. I don't think you got to give the person warning. I mean, if you feel like your life is in danger, I'm you know they're not going to give you but, a warning. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but behind a closed door, and the person isn't just forcibly kicking at the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said he pulled on the door handle, but like, I don't know. No, not yeah, yeah. If, if we're, now in that scenario, yes, I think you know some kind of warning. But I was just saying, generally speaking, you don't have to give somebody warning if you feel like your life is an imminent threat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, again, that's going to come down to a lawyer well, and all it also that. Depends on the state. I think I mean, Florida, <laughs> Texas, <laughs> Mississippi, probably. No, yeah, outside of Hines County. <laughs> Yeah, but Missouri, I don't know. But it's just it just seems kind of kind of crazy that you can just shoot through your door and shoot somebody in the head and the arm or shoulder, and mm-hmm. just because you got the wrong address. But according to Miss Sylvia, uh, you would have the right address if you were picking up your siblings, but you might have got the wrong address. Police officers do it all the time when they do no knock warrants. Right. So valid point. All right, brother. All right, have a good one. Let me. I could break this down. Down. Here's what's so difficult. I was telling Clay this during the break. I've had. This is just the, the the easiest way I can put this. I've had several cases over the years when it involves really elderly people, and I'm not talking their 60s. I mean 80s, right? I mean we're talking that's someone that's very old, and it it it, it complicates things. Let's just be real. It just complicates the issue. I had a case where a guy was in his 80s and killed his whole family, you know, and, and it just it just it's a t- those are tough situations when someone's that age. Now, what I would say here, first thing is. Someone is knocking on your door. You cannot shoot them. You cannot shoot someone that is knocking on your door. That's not, you know. Now, the the law is, are you in reasonable fear for your life? Somebody's committed a felony on you, breaking your house, that kinds of things. Here, the situation, what from what I read, was he shot through the glass of his door there. I mean, and I think that that is a problem. I, that, to me, looks like he committed a felony upon this kid. Though, again, I'm going to go back to the he's 84, that complicates the situation too. I know people are talking about the racial component, but this man's age is is a problem. It's it's hard to it's it's hard to know what you know. He's arguing to be like, I was scared. Well, he's eighty four. Eighty four year olds are scared of a lot. I mean, you know, obviously they are. He's eighty four. Yeah, and people say, yeah. so well, I, it's a hard case. It's, I feel I, I wouldn't want to be the one prosecuting. I can tell you that much. I've heard people or I read people say, oh, this one old people don't need guns. Well, I I, I did. I, I I take offense to that because I think the mm. number one the, the demographic who may need a gun more than anybody who can't get down there and potentially roll and grapple and you know fight somebody is definitely going to be you know a, a, an older person you I, know they're living in a high crime I don't know I don't even know what the 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 community mm, I don't either. the picture of the house looks like a nice neighborhood yeah an older neighborhood mind you but yeah. uh it, but one picture don't tell a whole story well Clay you know, if he was our age right. 
I, I, he'd be going to jail. Like, let's, I mean, he's, you know, that's, like, he was in his 40s. That, that's not a good look. But the problem is, like, you know, with his argument is, like, I was, because it was like me or you and some guy's knocking on our door. And we're like, man, I was so scared I shot him. It's going to sound a little bit ridiculous to police. Yeah, well, and, but, say, and the other component is, and maybe this is, maybe some lawyer's already got in his ear, mm-hmm. you know, but they said he was snatching on the door mm-hmm. trying to get in. Right. And, right. You know, so. But that was his story, though. I just hate that this is being made. There should not be a race issue. That that's my point in this whole deal. Well, I think ra- there's a racial component. I think may- the fact that he the kid was black may have that may have been something that scared him. He doesn't see a black people in his neighborhood. Maybe that was something that scared him. That's his yeah. argument. I think there is a racial component to it. Obviously, obviously, even on the other side too. Right on the left side, right. he a, definitely does you know, not need to say he was black and it scared me. Right. I mean, but he's 84. I could see them saying, making yeah. a statement like that. That's why I say that there's always a racial component to things here. And I think that there probably is one on, like I said, on, again, you know, on both sides. But, uh, um, uh, and, the, the second I read that, um, I mean, if he was a, a white guy doing knocking on his door, would he have shot him as easily? I think that's a question we all need to be asking too. Yeah. Well, the dev, the, when I saw the, the race baiter lawyers and, uh, and Talcum X were involved, <laughs> Sean, now, I'm with it, Clay, you and I are agreement on Ben Crump. Ben Crump shows up at every, shooting mm-hmm. there is and he you know the minute i see him i do question the case i'm not saying all of them are not valid i do think there's a lot that are but the um but yes he is he is definitely the um he's definitely the tv lawyer of these sorts of cases yeah yeah so i mean i think again we're, we're kind of on the same side on this um and one of the things i love about doing this is we get to have real conversations with people um, you have a lot more in common mm-hmm. than than people think. Other than you didn't vote for my president, I didn't vote for your president. I think it makes for a good conversation. Uh, is there an example of at face value? If this happened under your watch, mm-hmm. what would you do? What 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 charge would you get? This would it be attempted murder? Well, you know, it's a. Um I think here they charge him with assault, and it'd be aggravated assault is what yeah. I would charge him with. I could go on another tangent about attempted murder. We didn't have an attempted murder. I think we do now. Is after my time. Yeah. I always say that they, the legislature passed that because it sounds good on TV. Kind of like when we changed the. We didn't. We just used to have murder, but now we've got you know first degree murder and second degree murder. And I feel like people were watching Law and Order and said, "Oh, we need uh, you know degrees of murder because everybody every state's got all these degrees of murder." Got before it. before well, we no, just I had murder. We didn't have no fault divorce until right. Yeah, like, that wasn't right. That was. I don't think that was passed like what, 30, 40 years ago. Maybe yeah. Like was that. it no fault? Or, yeah. There's no. Actually, there's no ID and like, irreconcilable differences, divorce, right? Yeah, irreconcilable. I know about that. <laughs> I can tell you about that. Yeah, there's one of them that we didn't have here, and uh, Chad King had corrected me on it the other day. He's like, no, we don't have that in Mississippi. That's what we have this basically hostage situation, you know, yeah. for, for, for irreconcilable differences or whatever. Well, I think, you know, we, we, you can have an irreconcilable difference divorce, and then there's fault based or ground divorces. Mm-hmm. But like other states like Alabama, I don't think, I think you could just get a divorce. Yeah. I believe that's right. Yeah, if I can do it, if I can get married at a drive-through, I should be able to get divorced at one. Yeah, I think that. I don't know why you you need a ground. I never understood that. Why you you need just like, hey, look, we want to get divorced. Want to get divorced? If one party doesn't and the other does, I don't seems, like you anymore. Yeah, that's. I mean, it seems sufficient to me, right? Yeah, I mean, why do you want to <laughs> force people that don't like each other to be with each other? All right, let's right. take a break real quick. Come back and kind of land the plane on some of these topics for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Joined in the studio by Sean Yorkcron, and we'll be right back on one hundred three nine WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Thank you all for tuning in to the Clay Edwards show today. Hey, real quick, man, uh, get out there, see our friends at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center down in Crystal Springs. If you're in the market for a ten dollars to $15,000 car, they got you taken care of. You can also donate your vehicle to them. They're a 501c3, and uh, you get the tax write-off. 
for whatever they sell the vehicle for. So it may uh, running or not, it may only be worth a thousand, two thousand dollars if you sell it. But if they get it, they recon it, clean it up, get it, you know, to nice, good running, dependable order. They sell it for five thousand. You get that tax write off for five thousand bucks or whatever the number may be. Uh, take advantage of it. You can shop them online at MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. And uh, also, if uh, you're looking for something a little more expensive, a newer truck. On the pre-owned side, come see me over at Ellis Autoplex. We've got a array of F-150s available, as well as some other stuff, a couple F-250s, uh, ranging anywhere from about $17,000 on up to uh, about $56,000 for the F-250 that we got there. So got a little something for everybody at Ellis Autoplex. You can shop us online at ellisautoplex.com. Sean, man, we got some great texts today. Yeah. Guys, I, I absolutely hate that these texts are going to go to waste today. I'll probably end up replying to every one of these individually because y'all were just on fire today. Uh, the callers, y'all blew it up. Sean, I got a question here from David on the text line. Yeah. Maybe you can answer it real quick. What's the Mississippi law on squatters' rights, or does that exist in Mississippi? Are you familiar with this? Uh, not really. I'm, I, that's not in my wheelhouse. I know that there's a, thing, a principal law called adverse possession, mm-hmm. which is something that needs to be open, notorious, and adverse to the owner. And I believe that process takes seven years. I'd have to, I'll look that up for next time, though. All right, and uh, I'm just going to read this here real quick. It seems like a good text. Said the decades of demonizing, demonizing black men, and also a black men fit into those stereotypes, unfortunately. But that still gives no one, despite their age, the right to shoot someone through the door, which provides a barrier between you and the potential threat. Call the police, but until the person breaks down the door or brandishes a weapon or defaced your vehicle or something of your property. How can you legally justify being in fear for your life? Yeah, that's tough. That's that's what I was saying. That's what's tough about that case, man. I mean, he shot him through the glass there. He's on the porch. Uh, legally, he looks like he's he's properly could be charged with this crime and properly convicted. Um, of course, you know he's going to have counter arguments that he was in fear for his life, yeah. and you know, of course his age I think would be taken into account. But yeah, it's a bad boat. You know, it's a bad boat for him for the eighty four year old man and for the young man. Of course, obviously the worst boat. The poor guy was shot. And uh, sure, you yeah. know it's uh, it's a bad it's a it's a man. It's look, this is real life, real people. These situations happen that are just tough situations. It's not. It's so easy. Like I prosecute this one guy that killed a bunch of people, and it's so easy when it's cut and dry like that. It's that guy that's a big killer, and you you know, yep, but easy to do. Yeah, no questions. All right, look, guys, we got to take a break. This does not appear to be another Trayvon Martin incident, so we can squash that. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I will see y'all tomorrow, right here, same time, same place. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.